0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John, and I am joined once again by Ronnie. And Ronnie, I'm going to come right out of the gates with a question for you. Are you ready for this? I am ready. So I saw this this funny – are you aware of what cameo is? Let's start with that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I saw this funny – it was on a baseball podcast where they had this player that basically the podcast host idolized come on – in the cameo video and basically say, you're the worst podcaster ever. Your analysis is total garbage and basically just completely roast him. And All I right. was thinking how hilarious that would be. And then is there a player, let, let's say uh, Steve Nash were to come on and we were due to cameo and say, Ronnie, I know you're a Suns fan, but please just, just stop rooting for us. We don't want your support. <laughs> we hate you. And just complete – who is the player that would be the most gut-wrenching to hear – them tell you that basically you suck and stop <laughs> rooting for me and stop watching basketball in right. general. Is there a player that comes to mind? Well, initially?
1: mine personally would be Jalen Rose because he's one Jaylen of my <laughs> he's one of my favorites to watch like on TV. You know, like I respect his decisions and his uh, I don't know his opinions, I guess, and everything like that. So everything that he talks about, I just I respect what he does, and I always, I respected his game too. You know, so I think that one would hurt yeah. the
0: most. Well, luckily for you, he is not on Cameo. Otherwise, uh, otherwise I'd be bailing him right now and be like, hey, Jalen, uh, I, got, I got somebody <laughs> for you to roast. I thought you were setting me, me up. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to contact him directly. Hey, I know you're not on Cameo. I think for me, it would be one of like the old-time sons, like Charles Barkley or Kevin yep. Johnson or Dan Marley or so, or somebody like that because I grew up just loving and watching those guys. And you know, Charles probably wouldn't be as bad just because he's always kind of just like a – yeah, uh, old muffin and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could probably do it without being says. paid for it. Yeah. yeah, but like Dan Marley would hurt, I think, probably the most because, okay. you know, as a tall, skinny white kid, uh, I was Dan Marley shooting from downtown. Right, I wasn't going to get mixed it up with the big kids. So Dan Marley was sort of my idol in that sense. So him or Danny Ainge were both on that Suns team. So I think Dan Marley would hurt the most. And Dan Marley was a prominent Phoenician, right? He had the mm-hmm. Marleys restaurants here locally. He was the yep. coach of Grand Canyon State he, uh, University. I ate at his restaurant for the, the first staff. time a year ago now. Oh, yeah. The one in downtown? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been there a few times. He used to have one in North Phoenix. It closed. Oh, okay. I don't think it's a extremely popular concept. But yeah, the Marley's name is is synonymous with Phoenix. When you think, you know, Dan Marley, it's, it's Phoenix. So that one oh, would yeah. hurt me the most. But I just thought that was such a funny prank and such an original one. That, so, uh, it just made me wonder, who's the most gut-wrenching?
1: Who is the podcaster, like, or who is the, M- the NBA player? like? Who, oh, who are, you, Did yeah. you get those notes or by any chance? So, I'm curious I, to know who it was. Yeah, now.
0: it was a baseball podcast, and okay. I believe they're based in St. Louis. So it was somebody from the Cardinals, and I okay. want to say Ozzie Smith. Okay. I want to say that. I don't know for sure. Like I said, I just kind of... Yeah. Was flipping through flipping through the uh, the shorts and that one jumped out at me is and it was it was pretty hilarious and yeah so not too big ridiculous. of a name
1: but big enough where it just made you think whoa 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 wondered, whoa whoa, whoa,
0: right? whoa. <laughs> Ozzy Smith is not too big of a name is that what it, you just said oh is that a baseball player <laughs> he's a baseball player yeah I, I, I'm I'm without even knowing I'm confident he's in the Hall of Fame uh, the you? Wizard of Oz I mean yeah he was he was a very prominent baseball player he so was in the Wizard of Oz be, too no 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 that was his nickname <laughs> the Wizard of Oz because he was magic and was in the middle joking. of the field. I oh, was okay. <laughs> half joking. Okay. I, 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 half joking, but kind of <laughs> not half serious. I was like,
1: I wonder if he was in The Wizard of Oz, but I, I'm sure uh, that was
0: his nickname. But uh, That was his nickname, yeah. The, yeah. No. Maybe he was uh, the so, wizard or something in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> But that's who they did him, and it, it, it was funny because it was like, "Oh, cool, Ozzy Smith." Oh gosh, he's roasting me, and it was just they're just gut wrenching. And then at the end, you know, Ozzy Ozzie Smith is a nice guy. Kind of said, "I'm just kidding. Okay. I love you." Blah 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 blah. But it, it was it was it was enough. It was funny enough to make me think, who would who would it be? So for you, hey. it is uh, Jalen Rose, and for me, it's Dan Marley. So hmm. I'm curious, who is your uh, listeners out there? Who is your cameo athlete? that would roast you that would just absolutely destroy you emotionally yeah. somebody from your childhood most likely someone that you looked up to they say never meet your heroes yeah. uh, cameo sort of makes that possible but um yeah I'm interested to see who who you who would gut you and and why yeah. uh, so leave us a message on social media or on the JNR fan line but tell us your story
1: I bet a lot of them will say LeBron James and Steph Curry they're probably the most popular yeah, ones but probably. is there any player that you wouldn't be hurt if they like called you out like mine would be like pat beverly i'd be like i don't care what you say you know like <laughs> i would just
0: right back off to him like okay at least i could play basketball better than you <laughs> so yeah I don't okay let's not be crazy no i think <laughs> i mean if it's somebody i don't care about it's just it doesn't matter if it's you know my neighbor seven houses down who i don't know or pat beverly or, or somebody yeah. like that so i don't think so i don't think so i don't think yeah i don't think i would care if i don't care i don't care yep So a couple of all-star updates. The all-star captains have been named. We have LeBron James for the West and Giannis. All right. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try to say his last name. Giannis (laughs) Atutakempo for the East. How did you? I
1: suck at it too. Atente Cuampo. That's how I say it. Atente Cuampo. So
0: if you watch a broadcast, like the play-by-play guys will say it four different ways over the course of the game. (laughs) So I I don't feel as bad like that's their professional job and and they still struggle with it right so I yeah I don't feel as bad but so they've been named the all star captains and the dunk the slam dunk selections have also come out Ronnie you want to tell us who's on the list who made the cut yeah so we got the Pelicans forward Trey Murphy Rockets
1: forward KJ Martin Blazers rookie Shaden Sharp and then someone from the G League they added. <laughs> so, I'm actually going to pull for this guy, because I think he's going to be the underdog. His, he's a guard, and his name is Mac McClung. So, I okay. don't know. I, I know Trey Murphy a little bit. I know KJ Martin slightly, but I don't know Shaden Sharp yet. Um, well, I guess we, partly because he's a rookie, right? So, hopefully he's a high flyer, and he'll be entertaining to watch. This G League guy, though, if if he's coming from the G League, he's got to have crazy hops, right? Like, that's he's got to. That's got to be, be a the reason. reason they're bringing yeah, him. yeah, exactly. So, I'm. It would be cool to see someone from the G League actually win it too. Um, just yeah. I and what else does he have to do? You know, I mean, I'm. Hopefully, he's practicing his dunks and doing crazy stuff now that it's been announced. And I want to. I want him to show up big. You know, I, I'm. I'm anxious to see what he comes up with. And like, imagine like that gets him into the NBA and like maybe get some shoe deals or you know something crazy.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. It's. It's could be notoriety for him so he's mm-hmm. played two games in the nba for a combined total of 25 minutes one game with the bulls one game with the lakers and he scored a total of eight points in the nba but his vertical leap was measured at 43.5 inches Oof. at the g-league compound combine and it was the top 10 in combine history yeah so that's he, ridiculous yeah he's got some crazy hops he's only 6-2 he was drafted in 2021 or he was on Undrafted, I should say, in 2021. That was the year he was eligible. 24 years old, played his college ball at Delaware? No, Georgetown. Georgetown. I apologize. <laughs> you say so, it like yeah, a he's question. got. He, uh, well, it was a question. Mark. I mean, I don't <laughs> I know. It didn't feel right when I said it, so no. I scrolled up and see him in the Georgetown. So he played for Georgetown, and he's got some. He's got some jumps. So I'm excited to see what he could do, and absolutely, that's this could get him a 10 day contract, especially as the season comes to a close.
1: What do you think about the slam dunk competition? Does that even excite you? Because nowadays, no. like I, I don't, I don't really look forward to it too much, but I still tune in just to see what happens, you know. But it, I don't know, it kind of disappoints for some reason.
0: Yeah, I'd, I mean, I, it doesn't do much for me. And yeah. they always do the, the the crazy ones like, you know, what was it? Blake Griffin jumped over a car several years yep. ago. I was just going to bring like, that eh. up too.
1: Yeah, that was like the last memorable one, right?
0: Yeah. and They did the Dwight Howard where he dunked on an 11-foot basket. And again, it's just like, eh. Yeah, yeah the superhero, do-
1: the Superman yeah.
0: underneath. Yeah, that doesn't do much for me. So, yeah, I'm right. not a huge fan of the dunk contest. I like the three-point contest. I think that's kind of cool. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's just – all-star games are tough because you want fans to be involved, but the players also don't want to be like working and stressed. It's sort of a a celebration. So I kind of like what the NFL did this year where they're doing like flag football and they're doing some other kind of silly challenges. I'd be up for that. Like they're doing dodgeball in the NFL. I would love (laughs) an East versus West dodgeball game.
1: That would be cool, (laughs) yeah. So I think – well, I'm sure Mac McClung is listening because we have millions of listeners now because we've been yeah. on for a long time. <laughs> so, um, I I suggest for him that I think he should just go back and do like a doctor date, doctor, doctor Dre dunk. No, um, a doctor Pepper dunk, dunk. Right, <laughs> yeah. takes a big sip. Dom, Dominique Wilkins dunk. He should redo that one. He should redo like all the famous ones and lead up to the Michael Jordan free throw dunk. But he should like pose and air a little differently than Michael Jordan did, so yeah. that way he could get his shoe deal.
0: So. He Mike? should do the Marshawn Lynch jumping in the air pose <laughs> where he grabs himself <laughs> and then slam it down. Yeah, I would exactly. love it. So yeah, Mac, if
1: you're, I know you're listening, make sure you do those dunks because that's how you need to win. Because yeah, that's that's the path to success right there.
0: So yes, absolutely. I mentioned uh, you should do the crotch grab, mm-hmm. but what about a crotch chop, Ronnie? What do you have any feelings on a crotch chop? I love doing the crotch <laughs> chop.
1: I, I don't even care if it's out of style now. I, if it's got to be so out of style right <laughs> so i remember watching it on the wwe you know and i don't know who was the rest of that invented it. i don't even remember his name but i remember I seeing it Hulk and hogan
0: was part of it so yeah so he'd let's, always do let's it. back it up a little bit because <laughs> okay. why are we talking about the crotch chop right you're probably like what's going on yeah uh first off what is a crotch chop that's where they put their hands in the air and they they like chop down towards their crotch yep and the reason like, we're talking it. about it Suck it. <laughs> Suck it, Trebek. Uh the reason we're talking about it is because Joel Embiid decided to do the crotch chop in a game and was fined twenty five thousand dollars for an obscene gesture. And uh it's been making it's been making the rounds. The fans loved it. They thought it was great. This was a game against Brooklyn, and he was fined, yeah, twenty five K. And we were talking about where does the Choc the Crotch Chop come from? And I think you're right. I I the first time I remember seeing it was Back in the old wrestling days where NWO was formed,
1: yeah. which was what? Hulk Hogan, like Hollywood Hogan. Stone Cold, uh, he Steve became the Austin. the bad
0: guy. Was he part of that? Maybe. I, I don't know. I, 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 didn't I watch remember a ton of it was
1: around that time, like Stone Cold and The Rock. And it was right around that time. Triple H. I don't remember which wrestler did it, though. I, I kind of feel like it
0: might have been Triple H or someone around that that part. Yeah I don't know. But they were the bad guys with yeah. my air quotes that you can't see. They were the bad guys in the NBA. So they're doing the crotch job. Joel b decides to do it and I, I agree it's very it's gotta be out of style. Like I haven't oh, seen a crotch job in many, so, many moons. <laughs> I watched the
1: replay of this, you know I, I wanted to see it and, and when so it was in the third quarter. It was against Brooklyn, right? It was seventy seven to like ninety one I think the score was something like that. Yeah, MB gets fouled out. and then it was like a, a good a good play that MB did after, like when he got fouled so he just like turned the crowd. He did it three times, like emphatically. He was like, suck it, suck it, suck it. <laughs> And it was so good. And then the crowd just they were, like roared. They're like, yeah, they loved it. So, yeah. man, and I tell you what though, if I was in the NBA, I would do that every single game. That <laughs> <So, laughs> would be your move. You yeah. 25,000 is totally worth it. And you, I, I actually just calculated it. <laughs> so over 82 games, 25,000 each game, that will cost me
0: $2,050,000 a year and totally worth it. <laughs> I assume the fines would escalate, like, the first time it's 25 k right. then it's, like, 50 k and then you're going to get suspended, and <laughs> yep. you're going to get a, um, oh, jeez, a suspension, and then you're going to lose a game check, right? Well, then so I, I just, I, suspect- I would switch it up. Once, I, like, the fines got too expensive, then
1: I would, like, you know, chug a beer and spit it in the air like Stone Cold did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd switch it up every time.
0: So... <laughs> Are you doing this like you know how the people who hold up the whole like what is it, Alan Iverson or not Alan Iverson? Ah, oh, who's the dude on the Suns that did the motorcycle when he got uh, was it Jason Richardson? The motorcycle. Are you talking about he the did, like, Suns the Gorilla when you rolled oh, out the, Sun, uh, the motorcycle? <laughs> move on from that. I don't know who I'm talking <laughs> about. I but like Quentin Richardson did the threes and you know the players do the oh, Trey Young does oh, the threes yeah. Wait, when he but, hits like a big shot. Is that your big shot response to do that to do something from wrestling yeah. or <laughs> okay?
1: Well, yeah when you when you <laughs> emphatically you know make a shot and even though you got fouled hard and you still make it, you just do it right to the player, you know heck yeah
0: yeah i uh I wouldn't do that, but you know, Joel B did, and he got fined 25 k He did not get called for a technical during the game, which was interesting. The refs were like, yeah, that's cool. It's legit. But then afterwards, <laughs> like, oh, okay, we should probably do something. Yeah, the but NBA uh, had to step
1: in because of what? They're probably yeah. afraid that they're going to lose sponsorship, and they don't want to look like the WWE or, I
0: don't know, Yeah,
1: st- stupid NBA. Like Come on. Don't fine him for that.
0: that. He's not the only one that was fined recently. Steph Curry was also fined 25 k uh, for throwing his mouthpiece. I don't know if you saw the replay of that. I did. What do you think about this one? Cause I mean, me being in
1: the crowd and if a mouthpiece like hit me in the forehead <laughs> but it was Steph Curry's, I might be like, Cool, it's Steph Curry's <laughs> mouthpiece, hit me in the forehead, you know? But if it was like I don't know, you know, Pat Bev, I'd be like, Screw you, Pat Bev <laughs> like I'd, I'd be pissed, you know, and I'd throw it back at his face. So I don't yeah. know. I kinda get it, you know, from like I don't know. Like, well, I mean, it's just... It's a... Uh, it's... What is it called? What did they call it? The technical exactly? Like, you can't throw
0: your... your I, I didn't know the official term for it. But. Yeah. So, I... The, the, when I, was, I watched the replay, and the announcers thought that maybe the refs thought he was acting that way towards them for not getting a call. Yeah. But it was actually mad that Jordan Poole didn't pass him the ball. Right. And took a really stupid shot. Like, Jordan Poole was... Halfway to the logo, decided to put up a, an ugly three with twelve seconds on the shot clock. But that's a Steph Curry shot. I didn't Curry understand shot. the shot selection. That's a Steph Curry shot. Yeah, that's his trademark. <laughs> what yeah. are you doing, Jordan? That is not your shot. <laughs> right. And so he was mad. So he threw his ho- he threw his mouthpiece and they got technical and ejected. And this was a big game. This was against the Memphis Grizzlies at home. They were trailing at that point in the game, and there was like two minutes left. So it was not like it was garbage time or anything, but it yeah. was completely. Uh, took him out of the game he was ejected that game ended up going into overtime where eventually golden state did win without steph curry but that's mm-hmm. a that's a big taking yourself out of a game moment right yeah
1: it could have been a lot worse right but hey i'm going going back to my question what would you do if steph curry hit you with his mouthpiece what would be your reaction
0: gross <laughs> <There's> <laughs> a grown man with his drool on this slimy <laughs> mouthpiece thing and now it's on my arm and it's disgusting.
1: But it's potentially like the best player no. in the NBA, yeah, like almost ever. Care. Like he's like top yeah. three, right? It's like him,
0: Jordan, and LeBron James, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, Steph Curry is a great player. I would love to have him autograph a ball and give it to me. I don't want his slimy mouthpiece. I don't want his sweaty elbow bands or headband that some people yeah. collect. I don't, want, I don't want his shoes. I don't want any of that crap. And I know there's a lot of people that do. So I apologize if you're <laughs> right? one of those people, and you're like listening to this with your your shelf full of mouthpieces and headbands, <laughs> all stinky and sweaty. That's just not me. I don't. Oh, uh, eh. I might
1: be one of those people. I didn't know it maybe until now. But I, I feel like I, I, if I had that <laughs> mouthpiece in my hand, I might display it. I'd be like, "This is Steph Curry's mouthpiece. I caught it. I mean that that would, it's like one of a kind, you know. And I don't know. There's just something about that. I, I think I'm one of those people.
0: That's you're. Oh, we're learning so much about each yeah, other. Yeah, and then Ronnie. I could
1: I could take his DNA off of there and like clone him.
0: Clone him <laughs> <and> make him <laughs> mini me reference there. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of gross, Ronnie. Yeah, I guess so. Patrick Beverly brought a camera or a screen. What did he bring on you? You, you mentioned yeah. this one. I hadn't seen the replay of this. So this
1: one it was, it was. So there was this big controversy with this LA game recently, where LeBron James went for a less second layup pretty much and he got fouled he got hacked by tatum and the call wasn't fouled right so beverly somehow i don't know maybe if a cameraman showed beverly or beverly went over to the cameraman and so like he looks on this digital display of like a regular camera you know but it's like a big you know expensive one so it like shows a snapshot of what the cameraman took a picture of and it shows like the hack and so beverly takes the camera over to the ref like while they're it's like while they're discussing stuff and and the referee just looks at him and just kind of like shakes his head no and then he tees him up and (laughs) (laughs) and beverly's like just just casually walks back to the bench and then beverly looks back at the ref and he lifts the camera up and he points at the picture he's like right here you
0: can see it oh my gosh yeah you can't show up a ref like that yeah it was i think it's hilarious right i I, i'm only always gonna get called yeah i just thought
1: it was funny because it was beverly beverly you know you know my hate for him and, uh, oh, man, him, he yeah. did something before too, like last week where he did something really stupid. Oh, there was another thing where he did. Cause, uh, you know, I love ripping on him. So yeah, let's, let's r- rip on him some more. Right. So <laughs> okay. there was this one thing that he did where he, he went up for a layup. Beverly did. And then he didn't get touched. He did get fouled, but he totally like flopped and hat. like he, he tried acting, but it was like nobody was near him. So he just like flopped his arms in the air. It was just because he missed the shot. He was like trying to make it look like he got fouled, made himself look like a total idiot. And yeah, I hate him still.
0: <laughs> Poor Patrick Beverly. He'll never <laughs> earn your. What? Well, well, here's a question for you, Ronnie. What does Patrick Beverly have to do to get you to change your opinion on him?
1: Man, <laughs> I don't think there's anything. Even if you get. You rescue like...
0: your kids? <laughs> say there's a, you're talking about like kids he rescues that okay I'm talk, so i'm just talking about anything Bas- I, was, I mean basketball related i feel like that's never gonna happen right. even if he's on the suns i feel like he would be like like let's say him. he got traded but to the like, suns
1: and he made the win game winning shot to win the championship i still be like god i hate you but thank you for winning that championship <laughs>
0: All right, so nothing basketball related, but yeah. you know, you he's walking down the street, and your kids are playing in the street, and a car is coming. He rushes and grabs them out of the way and <laughs> saves their lives. At that point, do you change your your? <laughs> Man, you say that thank would be you, Patrick so I'm
1: like, <laughs> I'm like, you kids are so stupid for being in the street when this car cars coming that you had to make Pat Bev <laughs> <I don't- laughs> save you and try to make him like me, or try to make me like him. You, oh I, I would, goodness. I would probably hate my kids for doing that because then I would like owe Pat Beverly something, you know. And you don't want that. That's yeah. the worst.
0: So, okay, so yeah, there's, there's literally nothing he could do. I mean, at that point, I feel I went to the, the extreme, right? Yeah, right. Seriously, oh, he would be on the news. Yeah, I guess save my kids. <laughs> yeah. yay, Pat Beverly, <laughs> save your kids. What do you think about that?
1: Pat Beverly is such an idiot. God, I hate him. <laughs> I wish my kids just would have gotten hit. Now I got to owe this guy a favor. Oh
0: no. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, Pepev. Never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> the best player in the NBA sprained his ankle. Luka Doncic is day-to-day, with whatever that means in NBA lingo. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, I didn't see this one happen, but it was just kind of out of the blue. So I guess it was during his son's game. I missed this game, unfortunately. I would have loved, liked to see that. <laughs> so three minutes into the game, yeah, he sprained his ankle, and he was out for the whole entire game pretty much. But Dallas still pulled out a win, too, so... I don't know. What, what, what do you think this does with his MVP candidation, too? Like, I mean, it
0: certainly hurts. Well, right? it does doesn't...
1: it? Because... I mean, I don't know. Because, uh, he's, I, I think it... Yeah, well, okay. Let me go back on what I said. I do I do think it hurts because now they won without him, right? So I think it really hurts him in that way.
0: And then... Um, no, because... Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying, but one game is one game. And the Suns haven't been too good. But Luka Doncic is... I mean, he's, I don't know. I I see what you're saying. I don't think, I think it hurts. You need to be in, you need to be playing basketball if you want to win the MVP. I think is the bottom line.
1: I think if they lost, then it would have kind of kept him where he was, you know, and then he would come back when his ankle is all healed up and then he'd be like, hey, I'm back. We're going to win again. And then you start winning again like normal. So I don't know. I think it hurts now that they actually won without him. It's like, okay, you're not that important. I think the importance of him goes away.
0: Yeah, I, that's always a weird argument, right? Because you to be the MVP, you have to play, but to prove that you're valuable, you have to not play,
1: is what you're saying, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So so far they won against the Suns, and they played last night against the Jazz, yeah. and they lost against them. But Jazz is you know a decent team too. It was one away to one hundred. So next they got the Pistons. So let's that's say That's a cakewalk of a game, right? Let's say if Mavericks lose against the Pistons, then I think. That shows his importance right there because Pistons are such a bad team, and if you're going to lose against them, it's
0: it's a small sample size. That's I think is the bottom line: is that any given day a team can beat another team. You need to see a larger sample size to know. But I see what you're saying.
1: Mavs are going to lose against the Pistons, and then after that they play against the Pelicans, a really good team, and then he's going to come back and he's going to be you know Superman, superhero. And they're going to win against the Pelicans because he's back. And then they well, got Pelicans the Warriors are
0: struggling, so I don't know yeah. if I would call them a super good team anymore.
1: Yeah, what's going on with that too? My, like Ingram came back and everything. I was all happy with my fantasy, and yeah, he's been he did horrible his first game back, and now he's injured again. Or actually, yeah, I think it's just maintenance yeah, he's that they're doing. Again. Yeah. But um, th- is Zion in? I haven't looked at that recently. He's on your fantasy team, right?
0: He is on my fantasy team, yes. So he's playing, but he's just sucking I it up? I don't want to talk about it, <laughs> What's me going me on with him? No, know. he has not played in three games. He's been out. He was out oh. against the Timberwolves, the Wizards, and he was out again tonight against the Bucks. Okay. So, yeah, he's, um, he's doing his thing. Interesting. Two more weeks with a hamstring injury for Zion. Brandon Ingram, like you mentioned, just came back. He immediately was out this game. So he was back for one game. Probably conditioning related. Probably something related. But, yeah, yeah the Pelicans are... Their, their their wings have been clipped right so to speak yeah they're two games over 500 they're on a seven game losing streak and uh we'll, we'll look at the full standings of the nba in just just a moment but yeah with ingram i, I mean he's, it
1: was a back-to-back game so i kind of understand like he just came back from a like a long-term injury so they're gonna rest him a little bit on a back-to-back just to make sure he's good so i think it's just you know one of those maintenance right. type of deals
0: damian lillard scores 60 points over the jazz and yeah. he's been playing really, really good basketball. Yeah, I don't have
1: much to say about this one. But yeah, just how about 60-point game? That's just ridiculous. I mean, that's so crazy that you're starting to see like so many of these high-point games too. Didn't he yeah. just score like a huge game earlier in the season too? I think it was like 52 points as well. But this guy's scoring off the charts. Is, is there no one else on the on their team that could score right now?
0: <laughs> and the <laughs> Jazz mean, is, is a good team. he's clearly the best player on their team, right? It's not like he's... It's not unexpected that he's going to score, 30 yeah, thirty plus 60. points in a game. And he's <laughs> averaging thirty points a, a game this season. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Just just crazy to see that. So I just kind of threw that into our our little topics there. Yeah. You know, so
0: well, that's good because it it leading me right into something that I wanted to talk to you about. Damian Lillard just recently passed Jason Terry and Vince Carter to move to number six on three points made. So oh, he's nice. number six on the total made three points. So, Ronnie, my question to you, there's five people ahead of him. Can you name three of five? So, it's Steph Curry. Steph Curry, correct. LeBron James? LeBron James is incorrect. He is number nine.
1: Okay, that was, yeah, I didn't think that was right. Okay, so let's. No. how about Ray Allen? Ray Allen, number two. You got it. Um, One more. Boy, these other ones are going to be tough. I don't know. I don't have any other the guesses. The other ones are ones. tough. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, so I'll go through the list real quick. Steph Curry, number one, hands down, uh, 3,282, three points made. Ray Allen, number two with 2973. Number three is James Harden. That surprised okay, yep, me a little I,
1: bit. I, that would have been a good guess. I should have guessed I, I, that, actually.
0: He's such uh, – he's a good shooter, but I never – in my head, I don't see him as a three-point shooter. I see him as that mid-range jump shot. He gets into the paint. So when he was number three, I was like, oh, wow, that's – Okay, that I got it. Really I have another
1: guess. But I don't think okay. it's a good one. I think it's an average guess. <laughs> how about how about Clay Thompson?
0: Clay Thompson is number twelve. I, I'll, I'll give okay. you an average guess. Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't
1: think it was going to be up that high, but just just wanted to, maybe
0: number four. You're going to have to roll back the clock to probably the most famous Indiana Pacer. Does that okay, oh, Reggie Miller? Reggie Miller. Yeah, yeah he is number Can't four. About him. He has made two thousand five hundred and sixty. And number five. I don't think I would have guessed with a hundred guesses. It, it this player is not a player that like I don't associate I associate him with hitting threes, but not to be this prolific in number five. Kyle Korver.
1: Oh yeah. Number yep. five. Yeah, he was the highest percentage for a few years, I think.
0: So yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense. Two thousand four hundred and fifty, so he's about uh, two hundred hundred and fifty ahead of Damian Lillard. But Kyle Corver had a very long career, but never a lot of points scored like he mm-hmm. was literally off the bench instant offense hitting the three yep and made his way up to number fifth number five on the all-time three-point made list would you have ever guessed kyle Corber? would you have ever have gotten there
1: yeah maybe after like 50 guesses so like, <laughs> but here. um yeah he's he's an excellent three-point shooter i remember watching him and i was always scared when you're know, playing him not me personally, but you know our sons. <laughs> um, whenever he got into the game, you always had to put a man on him. He was kind of like a Steph Curry, except he didn't run around. He was always like injury prone. But um, when he got in his spot and he got the ball behind a three point line, if you weren't on him, he was. It was like fifty fifty. They was going to make it. He was ridiculous.
0: Yeah, his career percentage is forty three percent. But you're absolutely yeah. right. There were years where he shot uh, shoot fifty percent from the line yeah. from behind the arc. So crazy. Essentially. Forty nine point two. There was a there was a year span where he was above forty five, several years in a row. Man. So he was he was money with those shots. And like I said, it just took me by surprise. So uh, looking at this list, I'm shocked to see a couple of names on here. You know, Dirk Nowitzki is number fifteen. Again, I don't associate him with three pointers. He was more of that mid range, he had that little fadeaway that he would do. I don't. I don't recall him hitting a lot of threes, but he's number fifteen on the list. No, ahead that of makes sense. That,
1: yeah, because he, he's
0: ahead of Kobe, right? That's, yeah, right. Like if he would have asked me, hey, who has more threes, Kobe or Dirk? I'd be like, ah, Kobe.
1: Yeah, that's that's Not tough. True. I don't know who would have won. I mean, I I don't know who I would have guessed because they both had really long careers too. So <clears throat> I remember yeah. Dirk hitting a lot of threes,
0: though. Okay, so I'll, I'll let me let me do that for you then. Who has more threes, Steve Nash or Jason Kidd?
1: I am going to say Steve Nash because I don't know. I mean, honestly, I didn't watch Jason Kidd all that much. But I think it was because okay. when I did watch Steve Nash, he was hitting quite a few threes.
0: It is not Steve Nash. Jason nice. Kidd is 14. Steve Nash is number 29. So Okay.
1: Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's just crazy. It's just crazy to look at. So anyways, Damian Lillard moves up to number six right behind Kyle Korver. Uh, who is again not a name I expected to see on that list, but he's got a lot of ground to make up. What's crazy to me is Steph Curry is number one by a, a fairly wide margin over Re- Ray Allen, who is number two, yeah. 300, and it's only going to get larger. He has played several seasons less than Ray Allen did in his career to get to those numbers, so he's just this record is going to be really, really tough to catch for anybody. Okay, I have a. Quiz for you a little question. Let's do it.
1: I'm ready. Okay, so this player a couple of nights ago had 47 points, 18 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks. Third player since 1975 to put those put up those numbers or better in a game. Who was that player? That's a tough one. 47 because points, 18 these? rebounds. That should give you a big 18 hint. 18 rebounds, 5 assists, yeah. 3 steals, assists. 2 blocks, 47 points.
0: Ah, uh, I want to say I want to say Giannis, but I don't no. think it's Giannis. So I'm gonna go with a more obscure player, and I'm gonna say uh, Jonas Valanciunas. No,
1: Joel Embiid. I Joel thought for Embiid, sure you were gonna get okay. that
0: one. Actually, no, that's that's that makes sense. Joel yeah, Embiid.
1: and I remember saying this stat recently, where he was like the only player that put up some of these numbers when he. I think it was when he yeah, had his when 50 Fifty-plus, yeah. yeah. So that's crazy. He's still breaking. Like that's the second time I've seen like a, a crazy stat like that with him. So man, he's he's got to be in the. MVP running, right? He's got to be like one of the basketball. top guys.
0: Crazy. Yeah, I don't understand how they they rate that. And I know we've talked about this before. They have that MVP ladder, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. And I think, let's see who's on top of the ladder. Jokic is always on top of the ladder. Um But Joel Embiid leaps over Jason Tatum, and he's now number 2 on this mysterious MVP ladder brought to you by Kia. <laughs> which is Also pretty funny how they do that. But yeah, Jokic is still number one. Embiid is number two. Tatum is three. Giannis, four. And Luka rounding out the top five Mm -hmm. for that. So yeah, Embiid has a chance always.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Stay healthy. Okay, I got another one for you. So this player has the most points in the fourth quarter this season with 356. Um, He has most points per game in the fourth quarter this season. He averages 9.4. Oh, so he's called Mr. Fourth Quarter. Do you know who that is, or would you like me to give you multiple choice?
0: I'm going to guess first okay. because he had a hell of a game tonight. Uh, he had a triple double tonight, and that's Ja Morant. No, good
1: guess though. Okay, I like okay, that let's,
0: guess. Let's do uh, let's do multiple choice then.
1: Okay, is it? Is it? <laughs> hold on, I say it. you are not ready for this. <laughs> nope, I didn't multiple write it choice, down. but I don't have anyone's name. Ready. <laughs> is it Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving? Luka Doncic, Uh, I I, I'm making up a last name, so it's obviously not the right answer. So out of those three, who do you think it is? Yeah, out of those three,
0: um, LeBron James. It's 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 God. It could be any of those guys, right? I'm gonna say Luka Doncic.
1: No, it is Kyrie Kyrie Irving, your favorite player in the league.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's why I didn't <laughs> think that, of. So that's yeah. crazy. That's so, insane.
1: So nine point four points per every quarter. So that that's kind of crazy. So yeah, he is now considered Mister Fourth Quarter this year. He's just lighting just it the up. He was, quarter. when, you, when the game comes down to the line. You want him with the you know you want him to have the ball in his hands, and he's when, man. He's such a good player. Even though we when the all game
0: comes down to the line. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that phrase before, Ronnie. When
1: the game comes down to the line. <laughs> when a line, the
0: game is on the line, when right? When the line comes <laughs> down to <expression>. the game.
1: <laughs> when
0: you're drawing triangles with lines,
1: <laughs> and it's a game. <laughs> yeah, I suck at talking sometimes. Yeah, it's okay. Hey, we all suck at talking <laughs> yeah. sometimes. But yeah, I just thought that was pretty crazy. Um, okay, yeah. so a couple other ones that just... I'm, I'm not going to quiz you. So D'Angelo Russell, he had a monster first half this uh, a couple nights ago. So in, this was tied for the most three points made on 100% three-point percentage, and a half since 1997. So in one half, 23 points, three assists, eight of eight field goals, and seven of seven three-pointers? I couldn't believe I, I saw wow. this. That's ridiculous. Like I, I wish I would have seen that game and known about that because I, I wanted to watch
0: that. That is insane.
1: Okay, and then lastly, the Grizzlies are 0-5 since the Shannon Sharp incident, as we talked about that last podcast. They haven't won a game since oh, it happened. Oh, wow. I think they won tonight, did they? Oh, did they? I'm not sure, but uh, when I
0: when I last researched earlier today, it was 0 and 5. <laughs> Before today's game, yep. they were 0 and 5. They beat the Pacers tonight, 112 to 100. Ooh. Tonight is Sunday, January 29th. But you're not listening to us on Sunday, January 29th. <laughs> well, take that, Shannon so, Sharp. So take that, Shannon Sharp. We don't need you. <laughs> so they they're one in five since the Shannon Sharp ends today. <laughs> yep. With a win today, January twenty ninth. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, crazy. the The stat that you mentioned in text that I just still and just blown away by, and, the, and that's LeBron James has scored forty plus points against every single franchise. Right? Yeah. And when that's I saw just that, seems man, impossible. I
1: know. Well, first it seems impossible because you're playing for one of those teams, right? So you're not going to play against your own team and score forty points against right, it. But right. because he's been traded for so many, you know, he's been playing for so many teams. He finally did it. He's the only player in the NBA that's ever done it. Forty
0: points. It's like Tom Brady when he threw a touchdown pass against every team. Right? <laughs> yeah, he was on New England forever. He had never thrown one against New England right. until he he went to Tampa and played. So it's almost it's it's similar to that. Only a, an elite game against every other franchise, and that's that is crazy.
1: And that means Michael Jordan when he played for the Wizards when he got traded to them, or you know when he signed for them after he retired and yeah. came back and retired and came back. <laughs> so he did not score a forty-point game against the Bulls so okay does Interesting. that one more up on the one more Le, Lebr- up and, and lebron james has one, one up on jordan. on jordan right there one more
0: so as we very slyly switch to our part two of the lebron james chasing history section uh he's the uh, he's got to be the first player that's ever done that mm-hmm. scored 40 plus against every team yep he's now 117 points away from catching kareem abdul jabbar for the all, all-time points lead, uh, I'm going to pull up his schedule really quick to see when his next games are. So if he continues to score 40 a game, it's not going to take him very long to get there. Oh no, right? I know. Yeah, three games. So he plays on Monday against the Nets. He plays on Tuesday against the Knicks. Uh, Lakers against the Pacers on Thursday. Lakers against the Pelicans. I'm trying to see... I, I, Maybe he wants to do it during this homestand against the mm-hmm. Thunder or against the Bucks seventh or eighth. Yep, February if I know LeBron,
1: and I do because I talk to him a lot. You guys are, yeah, you guys are basically <laughs> yeah. the same person. <laughs> so he's probably going to want to, I mean, he's going to try really hard probably to do it at the Knicks stadium, honestly. He doesn't want to would do be it.
0: another. No, there's no way you could do it at Knicks stadium. He well, would know, need to he, score. Right. <laughs> it's impossible. He's, I mean, it's not impossible, but.
1: He's going to try to have a monster game at the Nets and just, yeah, he would have to have like. 60 points each game for the next two games but that would be unbelievable if he did it he could do it but then um he's probably not going to do it at the pacers he's probably going to sit out the game honestly at that's the,
0: exactly what i was thinking they're they're gonna they're gonna want it to be in la yep yeah at
1: the pacers at the pelicans and versus thunder so yep tuesday 7th, so i would say calendars yeah
0: seventh or the ninth yeah he'll right, sit out against against the a few games because they have they have back to back. Well, he doesn't even need to sit out. He needs to score an average of thirty points a game to get there in four games. Mm-hmm. So if he has a big game against the Nets, then he's probably sitting out against the Knicks. Yep. And then that that, that way they guarantee it it'll be that'll be at home.
1: Yeah, and that is a back to back game too. Thirtieth on the Nets yes. and so, 31st on the Knicks.
0: Yep. yep. So if he's if he scores, yeah, I, I suspect he's not gonna play all four of those games, those next four games. Mm-hmm. He'll miss at least one. And they're gonna they're gonna save it for at home, and they should save it for at home. I mean yeah. that's, that's Yep, absolutely that's that would be a huge celebration. See.
1: Absolutely. And then if he doesn't do it against the Thunder, he does have the next game is also versus the Bucks yep. too. So And
0: that'll be at home as well. Yep. So yeah, one of those two games is gonna happen. So I'm definitely gonna set my calendar to to watch both of those games. Yeah, maybe even the game against the Pelicans, just in case. But I would say the seventh or the ninth is when he's gonna hit it. And what do they do? Do they stop the game to, to, to recognize it? Do, do they
1: when just... Popovich called a timeout when the other player um I forget who it was, but the other player made some milestone or something like that and yeah. he did that, you know, just out of respect. So I think Popovich is a classy guy. Yeah. yeah. So I think the other team hopefully the opposing team will do that. So
0: so in a perfect world, the Lakers call a timeout after he breaks the record, and then the opposing coach also calls a timeout to further extend that celebration. Or does the NBA just say, "Hey, this is the the biggest deal, and we are going to stop playing and recognize it?" Right.
1: Yeah, like a referee timeout, like TV timeout, like an official timeout. Yeah, yeah.
0: or something like that. Because it probably should. I mean, this isn't a record that's going to be broken for mm. again for for a long, long time.
1: I didn't think it would ever be broken, honestly. Yeah. Here we are, but yeah, LeBron is just—he's so reliable, you know. It's just he's almost well always on the court, except for when he doesn't want to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So we were talking about for the for the episode coming. So last time we talked, we talked about you know the hype, the hair, the decision, and we have a couple more things that I I want to talk about at least specifically related to LeBron. And the one the, sort of what I consider the defining moment in LeBron's career would be the comeback. So. Think back to 2015, 2016 season. He was back in Cleveland after winning a championship, uh, two championships with Miami. He comes back to Cleveland, teams up with Kyrie Irving. They're in the NBA Finals. They're down three one against the Warriors, and you know this is this is prime Warriors: Clay, Draymond, and, and Steph. It's pretty much over. I think everybody kind of assumed that it was over, but yeah. LeBron leads them a comeback. They they win. This series, after being down 3-1, which I don't think it's ever happened in NBA Finals history. Right.
1: Not in the Finals, but I know it rarely happens in
0: any playoff. It rarely happens in any playoff. Certainly, yeah. The Finals are even tougher. But to win three games in a row against the Warriors, gosh, that's that's tough. And they they did it. And he won Cleveland's first NBA championship. And to me, that's... That's like the pinnacle, right? The team oh, yeah. that he kind of left scorned. Yes, he made a super team. He comes back to to Cleveland. Kyrie's there because they suck so bad. <laughs> once once LeBron left, they were able to get another lottery pick. They traded for Kevin Love to kind of put together a run. And they do. And they, they get down big. And they come back and win it. And it was all all on LeBron. I mean, uh, yes, there's other players on the team. But he just put that team on his back yep. and and won that series. He willed them through across the finish line. So to me, I don't know what he looks back as the, the the highlight of his career. Uh his career is still going on, so maybe there's more to come. But if from my perspective that is that is the highlight of his career is coming back 3 1, making history, winning a championship for Cleveland, and just just doing everything.
1: I would hundred percent agree with you too. That was an amazing series. I remember watching that and I we actually took a trip to Disneyland and I watched one of those games like in the Disneyland well and one of the hotels that we were staying across the street from Disneyland. <laughs> it was just so amazing to watch that game. And I I wrote him off, you know, I was like, well, they're not going to come back because they're down three to one. There's no way. How do you not write him off? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, I mean, there was a win. There's another one. Holy crap, it's tied up. They Like, he needs one more. And they did it. And I couldn't believe, like, Steph Curry and those guys, they couldn't stop them. just They had a, such a good team against him. So I don't know. It's just, that was insane. I'm so glad yeah. I was able to watch that.
0: So then, I wanted to talk a little bit about what what soured me on LeBron quite a bit, and that was, and I'm not going to dwell on this too long because it makes me angry. But this was the China controversy. So if you're not aware of that, Rockets general manager tweeted support for Hong Kong, and it pretty much blew up the NBA relations with China. Uh, at the time, LeBron uh, was over in China with with they were doing exhibition games for the preseason in in China, and you know China basically kicked them all out. They cut down all the the banners. They ended partnerships that they had and lebron asked commissioner at the time adam silver i guess still commissioner what the punishment was going to be for this rockets gm which to me is 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 what really soured me on lebron you know he got um god what's the word i'm looking for he got a lot of support when that news reporter basically said you're a basketball player shut up and dribble basically saying you can't have opinions on anything that might be controversial because you're a basketball player so here he was basically asking the commissioner to punish somebody for having an opinion on something mm-hmm. simply because it hurt LeBron's bottom line and his bank account because he was trying to get Space Jam and that would be big released over there so that is what really just kind of soured my my whole overall impression of LeBron now I know you and LeBron are close <laughs> um but I don't I obviously don't think he cares but that that is what for me was just just the biggest I mean again most people probably don't even care about that but to me, it was such a big deal that he was so adamant that this person should be punished for tw- tweeting support for Hong Kong mm-hmm. uh, when he's allowed to have an opinion. He's he's a human. Humans yeah. can have opinions, and you shouldn't be punished for having an opinion that honestly, a lot of people in the world had the exact same opinion. So yep. uh, it just kind of kind of left a sour sour taste in my mouth. Uh, yeah, they I... did not punish him, but they did definitely go into damage control, trying to salvage those relationships with China. Mm-hmm. You know, Yao Ming was sort of the ambassador uh for the chinese nba relations and he kind of walked away from it as well he was he was deeply offended by it so i don't know that they have fully recovered and i don't know if they ever will honestly yeah i remember that happened and
1: you were so frustrated over it i really didn't know i was what pissed. had happened yeah. and you were like i am i'm done watching are you you took like the year off, i did you? i told
0: you i we could probably find our, my text to you where i said i'm yeah. done with the nba yeah screw those guys i was like
1: man what happened like i don't even know the whole story you know and then you kind of explained i was like, yeah. oh
0: okay i get your point and you but still didn't care <laughs>
1: yeah i was like well i can't not watch his sons right now because they're getting better yeah <laughs> but i definitely yeah. understand where you were coming from and i i respected you for you know sticking to your guns and not watching and just you know
0: short term yeah, yeah definitely yeah so then let's talk about the legacy that is lebron yeah he's done a ton of charity work you know his organizations have helped build schools They've they've gone out and they've used his celebrity to get donations to get support, you know, auctioning off game worn stuff and, and and various things that he does to raise money for all these charities. That is huge. That is awesome. I'm, I love it when players are able to to use that celebrity, uh, especially someone like LeBron's caliber. Right, he doesn't have to do any yeah. of that stuff, but he does, and he he raises a lot of money for good causes. So always commendable. I think that will continue to happen even after he's done in basketball. Right. He's the LeBron James name will still always, you know, bring – will fill seats uh, right. whether you're doing a – whatever you're doing, basketball camps or whatever. Uh, it's always going to continue to raise money for charities. But let's talk about his acting for a second oh, because really, it's pretty <laughs> bad. So I think, you know, he, he doesn't – he didn't want to wear – he didn't want to wear the um, the shave head look, and he wanted to wear a headband to kind of differentiate himself from Jordan. But then he goes and remakes Space Jam, yeah. which is so bad. a Jordan movie. Were you? Did you watch the original Space Jam? What are your yes. thoughts on the original Space Jam? I love
1: the original Space Jam. And all of the good—I like, mean, Larry Bird was in it, Charles Barkley. There's all these good players and everything. Remember Patrick Ewing was in there, and Muggsy Bogues, too. Yeah. Yeah, Lesser Powers. I think—who uh, is a Charlottes player? Johnson, right? I forget you know, his- I'm, not, I'm, not, a huge, Rick I'm Smiths? not a huge
0: Space Jam fan. So there was
1: other... I so forget I never, the other players yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah,
0: that makes me feel... I, I, I never it was a really Looney tall Tunes. white dude,
1: but I forget... I, I don't think it was Rick Smiths. I think it was somebody else. But anyways, I love the movie. Um, Bugs Bunny played an amazing character in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, though, I love Looney Tunes. And just the fact that they were able to combine like all of like, these amazing NBA players who I like respected and liked um, and with all of my favorite Looney Tune characters, it was just so good. I, I loved it. And they just, they made a really good story out of it, you know? And then LeBron, like, they announced it, you know, they're like, we're going to make a space jam. Actually, from what I heard, it was supposed to be, um, Robert Griffin. He was going to be in the space jam. But then, I don't know, something happened where they, I don't know what happened. He's, he wasn't going to be in it anymore.
0: Robert Griffin, like RG3?
1: No, I'm sorry. I, um, Griffin, who's the other Griffin that jumped over the Kia? Oh, Blake Griffin? Blake Griffin, yep. Sorry, got them mixed okay. up. So yeah, Blake Griffin was supposed to be in it, but then, yeah, that was a long time ago, like five years ago. And yeah, then,
0: it, it was delayed so many times right. as well.
1: and then it ended up being LeBron, which kind of made a little more sense.
0: It makes more sense, But, yeah. I don't know,
1: it's just, I, I never watched this second movie because I don't like LeBron, and I didn't want to... Oh, so you
0: didn't watch it, you no, didn't watch the new one. I didn't want to support okay. him
1: in any way, I didn't want to support his acting <laughs> career, and when the kids would bring back McDonald's toys from their Happy Meals and it had LeBron's, I would trash him. Yeah, (laughs) I don't like him very much.
0: Wow, okay. I never watched it, but I never was a fan of the original Space Jam, like I said. It it was just kind of, eh. I didn't like the Looney Tunes, but this one just looked like a pure cash grab. Pure and simple. Like, they always remake movies. Every movie's a cash grab, obviously. (laughs) But this one just looked bad. And, you know, there was rumors that Anthony Davis was was promised a role in Space Jam in which he would get paid, and, and that helped with him staying in L.A., that was part of the wink-wink, nod-nod deal that he maybe had with LeBron to re-sign for a little bit cheaper. I don't know if there's any truth to that, but that also leaves kind of a bad taste in your mouth. But yeah, I never watched it. He was in a movie. Was he in Trainwreck as well, I believe? LeBron. Oh, yeah, LeBron he was. One. He yeah.
1: did have a part in there. I forgot about that. Yep. I
0: like and that And it was movie. a total gimmicky part. Yeah, I didn't like it him didn't, in it. It, it. didn't. Yeah, he didn't need to be in it. It could have been literally anybody. But that was part of the reason why he moved to LA is he wanted to in- increase his brand and yeah. be in more more, more, more of the talkie pictures. <laughs> he wanted to be more in movies and TV shows and, and do stuff like that. So uh, he did that. He did a prank show where – I guess he's part owner of Blaze Pizza. I don't know if you're aware of that. No, I didn't know that. But he went and worked at a Blaze for a day and it was like a hidden camera show. And people are like, you look really familiar. He's like, yeah, I get that all the time. She's like, are you Dwayne Wade? He's like – no, no, I'm not Dwayne Wade, but, <laughs> but there's a couple of people that recognize him and a couple of people that kind of like you could see they recognized it and they were so, trying so desperately to stay cool. And then there's other people that were completely oblivious. And I mean, LeBron stands out just because he's, he's so big and he's so tall and he's, you know, someone like that working at a Blaze Pizza would certainly stand out. But I thought that was pretty funny. That was probably his, his best acting in my opinion. Did
1: he do something stupid where he like he ran with the pizza and slam dunked it through the, the people's drive-thru window? Just smashed no, it in their face anything,
0: or something? No, that'd be really weird. No, I didn't do anything like that. It was just, it was just meant to promote Blaze Pizza. Yeah, Blaze yeah. Pizza. Well, that promotion didn't work because I had no clue. <laughs> I don't know if there's any. In, I'm sure there's some in Phoenix, but um, I mean, they, they all those pizza places popped up. Yeah. Have you been to any of those Blaze Pizzas, Mod Pizza, Blaze Pizza, Fired Pie? They're all basically the same.
1: Oh, are they? No, I don't do that stuff. I I go to Barrow's okay. Pizza and Pizza Hut.
0: Pizza Hut. Yep. They're, they're good. They make good pizzas, but um, they're overpriced, and, you know, yeah, it is what it is.
1: Okay, but let me – let me. I couldn't believe you said this. So you don't like Looney Tunes? No, I don't like Looney Tunes. Didn't you work at the Looney Tunes store when there was one in the mall? I, I worked at the Disney store. Oh, okay. I got him confused. I thought you yeah. – I swear to God you told me you worked at the Looney Tunes store, and I was like, God, he's – Jonathan's so cool. I got to be
0: his friend. <laughs> I worked at the Looney Tunes store. No, I worked for Disney for a, for a spell. Okay. Uh, before we met, was it before we met? Yeah, it was before we met. Yeah. So yeah, no, I I I mean I had some like Bugs Bunny, but I like Tiny Toons. I like Tiny Toons yeah. a lot. There was this, Tiny Toons this is VHS cool. tape, Tiny Toon Adventures, or yep. Tiny Toon uh, Summer Break Adventures, or something like that. It was like a ninety minute movie. We watched the crap out of that movie growing up, like oh, Summer Vacation. God, I love that one. That, that was all yeah. the time. That that is that was my Looney. The closest I probably came to Looney Tunes. Yeah, that particular uh, episode
1: is hilarious, and I loved when they re-showed it. Yeah
0: i i you know coming... like the tasmanian devil it's like yeah, i yeah. don't care about him it's, it's who cares okay so, why like coyote Duck, though elmer Fudd, roadrunner Wiley... those aren't looney tunes are they
1: yeah roadrunner come on dude i mean they're who fine
0: but they're yeah it's like okay sylvester take yeah oh, let's be no.
1: We okay remember we made a decision where we we're gonna watch all these basketball movies and you know kind of rate them and we yeah. haven't yet so we're, no, we we're putting that on a list. I did um, <laughs> did it by myself, Ronnie. <laughs> no, you did not. So we we actually really need boring. to put that back on the list. And we need to review that movie cuz uh yeah, that's Space, a really yeah, good one. The yeah. original. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I will I will make this agreement, but then we also have to watch the new one.
1: Oh god. No. I don't want to do this
0: anymore. Yeah. No. Well, you suggested it, and not only do we have to watch the new one, we have to we have to do a like a Zoom session with it, and we have to include Patrick Beverly. No.
1: Okay, I will do the Zoom <laughs> session with Patrick Beverly, but I will not watch Space Jam. My wife watched it with the kids because it was part of like the little summer fest that they do for yeah. movies. You know, um, they watched it and she was like, "It was the stupidest movie ever." <laughs> like, I mean, so, sp- uh, spoiler no, right. alert! Like, they, right. he gets taken into space and like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he's to like rescue his son somehow by playing
0: basketball. Oh. Was, just, it's so was it dumb. his actual kids? Or I don't know. Like I didn't ask. I didn't acting, care. Acting. Okay. Okay. We didn't research that, guys. We don't know the answer. It was probably brawny.
1: I don't know.
0: It was, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so his acting has been bad, but let's talk about his basketball legacy. I'm going to get us back on track here, Ryan, right? See how I did that. Nice and smooth. Yeah, very smooth. I like <laughs> let's it. Let's talk about his basketball legacy. You know, It's always going to be the question, is he the greatest ever? Is he better than Jordan? Is he better than Kobe? Is he better than... Kyle Korver, all those questions are going to be asked for eternity. What today, from where you sit, where does he fit as far as the conversation for the greatest of all time? Well,
1: he's definitely ahead of Kyle (laughs) Korver. What? (laughs) No, I mean, I think he's number two right now because Michael Jordan, it's really tough to top him. He is getting really close to taking that, though, because now that he's scoring the most points ever, I mean, that's really hard to not put him on top because of that reason. Yeah, he doesn't have as many championships as Michael Jordan. But also, Michael Jordan has Scottie Pippen the whole entire time, you know, when they won that. So, and then when Michael Jordan came back to like the Wizards, and he didn't do hardly anything, even though he was older, but he didn't have Scottie Pippen on that team. He didn't have a good supporting cast. He didn't, I don't know. It's just when you look at what LeBron did by himself, um, but like in Cleveland, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like how he took Cleveland to the playoffs like almost every year with like a crap team. Although Michael Jordan did the same thing with the Bulls too, he pretty much took him to the playoffs every time, but he just didn't do anything after that. I don't know. Yeah. I think they're like even, like there there are like like some small differences between the both of them just because of how their their careers went. But I I don't know. I, I, it's hard what for me. What would to say. LeBron
0: have to do in your mind to to pass him? Where you would say without a doubt. LeBron is better. So,
1: without a doubt, if he got traded to the Suns and got Bronny and won a championship for the Suns, because the Suns will never <laughs> win a championship,
0: if he did that. Okay. So, if he took a cursed franchise to the promised land. Yes.
1: Without bringing anybody else, like if he came over with like Devin Booker and teamed up with Ayton, and I don't know. I, I, think, I think if he won it with a PG3, That would kind of like take a little bit off, you know, because he's really good. Well,
0: he's, he's, no, he's really good five years ago. He's not, he, 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 at some point and maybe next year, he needs to be relegated to sixth man, seventh man.
1: Basically, the Suns just have this curse that's not going to ever be broken in our lifetimes. And if he won a championship for the Suns, then I would absolutely say he's the best player in the Voluntary League. He did win a championship for three other teams though, which is like kind of ridiculous, right? So, but it's like the Lakers, okay, you know. A Cleveland that was a big one, but the <laughs> Heat Cleveland's a huge one. Like I said, Heat, that three-one I mean,
0: comeback Warriors. Is, right. Yeah, the Heat was a super team.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I but take a little bit wanted. away from the Cleveland Cavaliers because he did kind of have like some good players over there too, you know.
0: Well, I mean, you can't do that because look at the Warriors and their dynasty, right? They had good players,
1: right? I think have, they, you have
0: to have good players. This this day and age, you have to have two plus all stars on your team to win a championship.
1: So. I f- I feel like the Warriors like made themselves good. Like they didn't just bring good players from other teams onto their team. They built their team and they just cough cough Kevin Durant, <laughs> with the exception of that. And that's why I don't respect <laughs> Kevin Durant and his championships, right? But all the other guys that are there, you know the big three. Um, yeah, they they developed themselves there. They they I don't know, they earned it, you know. Where LeBron, he had to bring in earned other it. superstars yeah. to his teams to win championships.
0: I don't I don't hold that against him as much as you do. Right. I could tell, but you should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I don't know where I put him. I have the same kind of struggle as you do with, with Jordan and LeBron. I also have Kobe kind of different. They're such different players. It's so hard to compare the two. Like, yeah. We talked about this before where Jordan and Kobe had like that mentality of I have to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm cold blood and nothing's going to impact me. LeBron doesn't have that same mentality And for better or worse, you know, his, his style of play is different than those guys. He, it's so tough to compare him. But I I think at the end of the day, when you look at LeBron's longevity in the league, the most points ever soon is going to be on his resume, you know, 19 time all-star and just everything that he's accomplished. I I think he passes Jordan on that list.
1: Yeah. But Jordan played against really good teams too, to win his championships too. I mean, he, He beat Karl Malone and what's-his-name, the point guard guy. (laughs) John Stockton. Yeah, Stockton. He he beat the Phoenix Suns, and the Phoenix Suns had the best record in the NBA that year. He beat Clyde Drexler. He beat some big names. Patrick Ewing. How many times did he beat Patrick Ewing and John Starks just to get to the finals, too?
0: I think in, in 10, 15 years, 20 years, when we look at the teams that LeBron beat to win a championship, you'll have the same reflection right some of yeah. these guys are, are I mean Dirk Nowitzki right they beat him I, I, actually mm-hmm. I take that back Dirk beat Dirk beat the heat but the uh, other times you know the, at the time you maybe didn't realize that yeah, Dirk is a superstar a hall of famer for yeah. sure so I think in my mind he's already cemented his legacy as the greatest ever certainly the greatest of you know the 2000s yeah Absolutely. If you want to, and they they do that with baseball, you know, they have the live ball era and all these other eras. They don't really do that too much in basketball, but there's definitely generations and eras of basketball where the game has changed so much. Mm-hmm. And LeBron is by head and shoulders the best of that era, and it's hard to compare, you know, Jordan's time frame, you know, those years that he was in the league to LeBron's, right. and and just the same in you know the league is changing again. You know, John Morant is going to be talked about as being the best player in basketball. At the same time you have players like Giannis and Jokic who are these sort of hybrid centers that are changing the game as well. So where it ends up being, it'll be interesting to see, but it's hard to compare them. That's true.
1: Yeah. I've heard you say that in the past too, where it's yeah, they're it's good like gener like the game's changed over generations and I think you're right to compare it like that. You know, like yeah, Michael Jordan was the best in the nineties, obviously. And LeBron was best in what, yeah. like to two thousands and two thousand tens? Like both?
0: Well, he was yeah, – yeah, probably. 2000s, 2010s. I mean, and, he was drafted right at 2000. Yeah.
1: Before that, Early like in the 70s yeah. and
0: 80s, is was like Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson, yeah. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. Absolutely. It's so hard to pit them against each other. But That's, that's the great debate, right? That's the debates that people have in bars and, and homes and televisions all across America of who's better, who's worse. And, and the real answer is – the friends you make along the way—I don't know—something's <laughs> something cheesy, but it's good to have those talks because you, other people have different perspectives, and you know, you should respect those perspectives. So but that's all I got, Ronnie. Le- oh no, you got I just something. have a quick cool question. So LeBron's been it. in the league
1: so long. Do you know if he's ever actually played against Michael Jordan and the Wizards? Like, did he? Did he? No. No. Okay, bummer. Because I know no. Kobe and Jordan played against each other. I did not so know. I don't, know, Jordan if, played, I don't yeah. know if uh, LeBron made that.
0: That'd be cool. I I, I would like to I watch don't that on YouTube. Think so, but I'm gonna look it up just because. Yeah, his last season was 2002, where he played 80 games, 82 games with the Wizards, and I think LeBron was drafted that year. Bummer.
1: See, that would have been cool, so cool to see. So those LeBron two. came
0: into the league in 2003. Well, you it wouldn't have been because it would have been old Jordan and rookie LeBron. Neither one of them are at their peak.
1: Yeah, but. Do you remember seeing some of the YouTube videos the where there's Jordan against, changing of the guard? Yeah, Kobe. Yeah, Jordan yeah. is on. Yeah, they're like playing against each other. As like those are, I love watching those YouTube videos.
0: Yeah. But yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that's gonna do it for us tonight. Uh, stay tuned. Watch Watch Lakers games as LeBron chases history. This is This is a record that's gonna stand for quite some time. I, I can't say it'll never be broken because records are meant to be broken, but LeBron James will pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the all-time points leader. We're guessing, what did we say, February 7th or February 9th? Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean we're going to be right, but we do think it'll happen in LA. So so take a look. Watch LeBron as he chases history and as he makes history.
1: Hey, do you know um, how many three-pointers Abdul, Kareem Abdul shot when he in his career? I, I'm going to guess one. One, yeah, you're correct
0: yeah LeBron shot like what like 2000 or something so yeah LeBron shots a lot shoots a lot of three-pointers yeah again different styles of play different yep. generation but yep, just like we were anyways that's that's all we got for tonight thanks for listening guys and we will see you next time yep see you later